Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we get the film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade in trouble one minute at a time. <laughs> My name is Tom Taylor. My name is Pete Mummert. I'm Gerald Christopher Jr. Porter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tasha Robinson, the film and TV editor at The Verge. Welcome back, Tasha. Oh, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, I say welcome back. You you joined us uh, in the Temple of Doom. The last time we saw you, we were literally in the Temple of Doom. We were in some dark, scary cave, and our hero was being tortured, and it was terrible. <laughs> it was it was terrible for certain values of terrible. I mean, I, I enjoy seeing uh, seeing Harrison Ford doing his I'm in pain acting. Yeah, <laughs> he, does, true. He, he, he does sad and tormented so well, and he does it so much in these movies. That's yeah. true. You get a little bit yeah, of that yeah. this week, too, I think. A little bit, but yeah. uh, you you also get him just super, super ticked off, which I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. You, and you get the best time of ty- uh, type of torture, mental. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anguish, yeah. mental anguish. Familial yeah. emotional yeah, torture. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. yeah. really nobody can emotionally torture you like your family. That's true. <laughs> Jerry comes close, but yeah. Uh, well, let's do this. This is minute 51 that we're chatting about. And uh, minute 51 begins with Indy reminding Henry that he's been searching for the grail for 40 years. And it ends with Henry realizing that his son is a dummy. <laughs> See, I, I love that uh, Indy's dad has been searching for the grail for 40 years because that's a very symbolic number number for Christians. Right, uh-huh. like the the Hebrews oh, wandered, sure. wandered the desert sure. for forty years, and Satan's temptation of Christ lasted forty days in the desert, and God's flood with Noah lasted forty days, <laughs> and Pentecost occurred forty days after uh, you know Jesus's resurrection. So I'm wondering if it's actually been forty years, or if that's just one of those uh, symbolic things. It's like the script for like, this movie was written like a thousand years from now. <laughs> and they're just saying, oh yes, and Henry studied for 40 years to find the grail. Exactly. <laughs> and it's been 40 years exactly. for the last three years. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't thought about that. Like, you know, the first Indiana Jones movie, like, it was pretty clear that they did their research into kind of Christian mythology, sort of the, uh, you know, the archetypes that going going like well beyond just, uh, it's a, you know, it's a device and whatever, and it blows yeah. Nazis up. And uh-huh. here, I hadn't really thought about the the symbolism. But yeah, you know, you know the 40 days and 40 nights of uh, of the Bible is very much a recurring motif. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we, we there, keep, I mean, we keep... <laughs> We bring up all these uh, Christian nods, tip of the hats to Christianity, you know. <laughs> On some Jerry's level, afraid if he doesn't do it, a, a nun will wrap him across the knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Forty times. Yeah, the five sorrowful mysteries or whatever. <laughs> Forty times. Memorize it, regurgitate it. Usually, when you say Christian nods, I'm imagining you since Sunday school, kind of nodding off. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a really yeah, good not way to Sunday get ruled. Sunday school. <laughs> that, was, that was in that was straight up that was straight up in mass. Yeah. A reading from the letter. <sighs> I hope there's one of those long ones. <laughs> one of those real long passages. Those real cozy letters to the Corinthians. 
<laughs> wrap yourself up in it. Twenty weeks. <laughs> Just getting into the begats until you run out. You know that's that's good for like twenty yeah. minutes yeah. Of, of nap yeah. time right there. No, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so Henry tells uh, Indy he wishes he could have been with him. And I, I'm curious, do you think he means he wishes he could have been with Indy, or do you just think he wishes he could have been there? Oh, he like wishes he could have been there. I, yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty clear. Like, <laughs> he, I mean, just before this, he just kind of asks him for a blow by blow. He's like, I, and you and you went to the place, and you saw the thing, mm-hmm. and it said the right. thing that I thought it would be. And, like, it's so clear from the moment that Indy shows up in this scene that his dad is, I mean, he's like an absent-minded professor. He's so much more concerned with the the vase than with Indy's head. He's not really that surprised past the first second to see Indy out of nowhere, like in a, in a strange place. <laughs> and then he just mm-hmm. immediately fast forwards into, yes, but the grail. And I really right. think that he he is not thinking about the family reunion here at all. He's thinking about <laughs> the 40 yeah. years he spent not getting to see this thing that his son just got to see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that I, I agree with that completely, except for that one line that we just had at the end of the previous minute was, Junior, you did it. Like he's like actually kind of giving him some credit and like he sounds yeah. kind of proud of him. But that's the only thing. Yeah. Like everything else, you're right. It's just like, you know, you right now are a TV screen showing me, you know, Sir Richard and the shield and the inscription and everything. Like you're not my son. You're just like <laughs> reporting this stuff to me. Uh, you're YouTube. Well, also, yeah. I mean, as well as he knows his son, he might have been saying, I wish I could have been there so I could have saved all of these things from your destruction. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wish I could have cleaned up after your mess. See, I- I had a different interpretation. I was wondering if uh, he he actually says, "If only I could have been with you," mm. and I'm I'm wondering maybe he's talking about the last forty years. No, oh. mm. you know, watching this <laughs> clip before uh, before I kind of did the research on the context, Cause, you know, because I when you when you sent me these minutes, I watched them before I went back and revisited this movie at all. That is what I thought. I uh, you know I thought that that mm. that first line was kind of a you know I'm sorry I abandoned you, son. And then when I watched uh-huh. the whole scene, it's like no, no, it's really <laughs> I was fine with abandoning you. No, I wish I'd been there when <laughs> when the thing was discovered. And and it's so so close to if only I could have been there instead of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It should have uh, been me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's It should have been me, son. Well, what, I mean, what would that have been like if <laughs> if if Indy's dad had actually been in the catacombs there? I mean, can we imagine that he's not a field worm at all? Well, right. well they're Andy hates like rats. how would that have rats. even Yeah, and I mean just like he I can't not now seeing Indy's dad, yeah. I can't imagine him being there at all. He'd be like <laughs> There'd be fumbling and bumbling and dad and like, you know, all sorts <laughs> yeah. of just sort of nonsense and rumpus making. Well, Do you think it rumpus took him making. 40 years of study because he's not a field guy and he's like, oh, one of these days I'm going to get out of my chair and I'm going to go try to find this thing. Yeah. I'm going to go to the library I, and find the catacombs. Yeah, it's like I think he was of... way too busy with the rumpus making. I want to hear <laughs> oh, more about this rumpus be. making. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was oh, in, in, more in an oh, earlier yeah. draft of the script there was going to be more rumpus. There was a a draft where Henry sent Indy down as a kid to kill some rats in the basement. And that was, that was, this was going to come back here, but I like that they took that out. This is a, a moment where, you know, they hinted a, a much richer backstory rather than just telling us, you know, well, this is exactly what happened or this is how the guy got out right, of the right. diagonal box on the train or this is the, like the, they kept it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, exa- exa- exactly. 
Yeah, he just says rats. There were yeah. rats, and that's it. He's like, oh, yeah. and then the music comes in, like, not rats. That's what the, <laughs> you know, I think I believe I think that's what a bassoon does. <laughs> you hear the bassoon, it's like not rats. But then Indy says, "Yeah, big ones. What do the Nazis want with you, Dad?" And to me, that seems fairly self-evident when I first hear it. But then I'm wondering, does the lack of communication they've had for 40 years does that mean that Indy's actually wondering like? Is it possible you're working for them? Like, does he does he wonder exactly what they want from his dad? I think he might wonder like what they want with a a fusty old academic that is uh-huh. no longer up to rumpus making. Like, it, it's it's kind of once again like what? Why are the Nazis into this occult stuff? Like, why is this so important to them? Why why do mm-hmm. they think that you can get them there? Uh-huh. It's a weird like this. I'm so familiar with this movie. And I guess this happens with like anything like Star Wars and stuff. Like like when he says that line, what do the Nazis want you for, Dad? You're like, oh, wait a minute. He doesn't actually know. <laughs> He's like, he got to this castle and everything without, like he got to the castle not knowing that there were Nazis and he was just following like uh, Cosm's like, you know, lead that he was at this castle and stuff. Like we didn't know that there were, it's just weird that like, you know, going into the movie, you know all this stuff. There's Nazis and That's dad's true. T- taken by the That's Nazis true. and stuff. But here it's like, oh, they're still kind of putting it together, I guess. Well, I'd see, I have a problem with that. I, maybe, again, I'm dumb with movies. I have to think back on watching what Donovan said and the, the whole thing at the beginning. He's like, Indy's like, you got the wrong Dr. Jones, mm-hmm. Donovan. You know what I mean? And you're like, you're looking for my dad. And, and, and so he kind of doesn't, I mean, at this point, doesn't he know that they're searching for the Holy Grail? Right. His father is like uh, the Grail expert mm-hmm. in the world. You know, whatever the the Abner Ravenwood of of Grail uh, lore. Yeah, doesn't what I mean? Isn't it self explanatory what the Nazis would want well, with you know, them? You know, at what's this weird. Point? It seems like, and this happens a lot in like the next few minutes. I think, I think this line is actually just here. This is just occurring to me. I think this line is only here so that Henry can say, "Oh yeah, they want my diary." So it's a good thing I got it out of here. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. And it's sort of a weird moment because, uh, like, the Nazis have him. Why do they want his diary? Like, from the moment that Indy shows up in this scene, it's very clear that Henry remembers all of the details of the steps <laughs> yeah. that he came up with to get to the grail. Why do the, the Nazis not have him, like, on a chair with, with thumb screws hanging yeah. off of, like, every right. protrusion yeah. on his body? Yeah. Instead, yeah, yeah. they put him in a room that's apparently full of fake antiquities and they just, like, <laughs> unless you talk, we are going to give you vases to identify and some of them will be fake like what what kind of nazi evil is that also what kind of german accent is that i don't even know oh my god where that's That's, coming from it worked on me (laughs) we have ways of making you identify vases me too tommy (laughs) but seriously what is he doing in that room like he's not in a cell he's in a room full of i don't know scrolls and vases (laughs) uh pete i have a question for you what is etched on the mantle mm. behind? Ooh, I had the same question. It says, uh, "Yeah." Oh, I don't. Oh. I thought. I think I might have pointed it out. A, a couple. Of... Tasha, <laughs> I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it says. Uh, it says like Grunwald. It says Rudolf von Grunwald, and then like a date, either twelve seventy or fourteen seventy or something like that. Oh, is that what it oh, is? Oh, I thought there was a like a longer inscription. That's interesting. I think it just looks. It's yeah. super long because it's in the Gothic script. So I think it. Yeah, the kerning on that stuff is terrible. You think he, he <laughs> dedicated that fireplace in his own house? 
<laughs> yeah, or, or maybe, yeah, I have no idea, actually. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Looking back at it. But I like how you tried to answer it anyway. Maybe you just signed his work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe well, I'm assuming it's it. his house, so yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. like in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and like the, the, the bottom lintel of the wardrobe says, Arg. <laughs> like he just he took the time to carve all that in there just before he died. Yeah. But yeah, it does Perfect. look like it's just a name and a date. Yeah. I do like that I, I do feel like this scene is really beautifully acted. And I love Indy's like mm-hmm. very understated yes. Like after his dad says something, he's like, Yeah. And he kind of reaches for his pocket. But he doesn't like they don't it, they don't make it over the top. Like it's a, it's really nicely done. Right. You, like as a kid who's gotten in trouble before for doing something stupid, you recognize that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, I wasn't supposed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, you know, I that was my question. Have you guys ever been in that type of situation that Indy is in here? Uh, you know, with the diary, where you've just totally done something completely ass backwards of the way that you should have. And, and it's that egregious and you're sitting there and it's like, you you know, you can't have anyone find out. I think it's very yeah. rare that do, I'm do not in just, that situation. Do you just... <laughs> <laughs> well, so do, do you just lie? I mean, in this case, he kind of, he almost turns to the camera, which is what I like to do. <laughs> just, just look, turn yeah. slowly yeah. away also... from whoever you're talking to and look for a camera you can look directly into. And he doesn't, he doesn't yeah. quite find it. <laughs> right. He just hooks his finger into his collar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> humana, humana. doing this now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Jerry, you and I, <laughs> my, my parents' basement is a testament <laughs> to exactly this kind of stuff. Because you, I had like oh, a, yeah. I had like a really cheap Sears uh, drum set with like these really skinny cymbals. And we had the awesome idea of just like hurling them across the room so they would sink into the drywall on the other side of the room. And my dad came down. He's like, oh, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait! You got to start that whole thing again." Why? You said a Sears drum set. It was a Sears drum set, Jerry. Yeah, it was really cheap. Sears and what? What? No, it was those Chinese stars. I'm getting to that. Damn it! That's the next one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, I don't remember. All right, start it all again. All right. I'll I'll pretend. Okay. So then, so my so yeah, I had this cheesy uh, Sears. That yeah, no, we we're chucking the 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 symbols from the Sears and Roebuck, uh, you know, chintzy drum set into the drywall, and my dad comes down. He's like, he's furious, and he's like, "What are you guys doing?" And Jared and I look at each other like, "That was a really bad idea. Why are we doing that? What did we think was going to happen? That was really stupid." And then, like, maybe a day or a week later or something, we said <laughs> Jerry had these Chinese throwing stars. And we're like, oh, here, well, we don't want to throw it against anything that will get hurt. So we'll put this cardboard, you know, box in front of the uh, the freezer down in the basement, the big metal freezer. And we'll draw a goofy guy on it. And we'll throw these ch- Chinese throwing stars at the thing. And oh, they go right through the box. Oh, that's crazy. That looks awesome. Wow, it looks like it went right through the guy's head. Oh, it also went right through the, the metal door of the freezer behind the thing. Oh, my and God. That, I mean, I go, you know, I'm there like twice a year or something. I always see those just those grooves in the in the wall <laughs> and that rusty, gross, dripping <laughs> hole in the front of the freezer. And I think, uh, yeah, we were dummies. But yeah, like our reaction to well, that was like, a- oh, yeah, we're just being stupid. We're just stupid, Dad. Sorry. More than anything, it reminds me of the moment at the end of uh, the moment toward the end of the ring where the kid says, "You helped her," 
and you realize that just like everything that's happened in the film, they've been working so hard to get to the wrong place. He's just like, yeah, yeah about that. You know, uh, I am curious though whether, like, from his face, it sounds like we all have the same interpretation where that he's like, he's just like, oh, crud. Uh-huh. But in the script, oh, yeah. in the script, it says, uh, uh, I knew I had to get that book as far away from me as I possibly could. Indy's hand moves unconsciously to his pocket, his eyes turn inward. It's like Indy's interest is a moment that it becomes important later but for now it passes and like i don't even know what that means he's right. he's interested oh, like that's that's not how the scene plays out i think at all yeah 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 no he's like full ralphie after he just like blurts out what he wants for christmas to his mom oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, done that. well and then we get this uh fantasy island version of an ss officer who storms in the door <laughs> With a couple of guys behind him. And he looks I'm like... from Central Casting. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got the worst German accent. He's got, like... He, he looks like he's about 55. Like, he's kind of someone's dad. Like, he's this older guy. Kind of like the guy on the truck. And it, it's Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird guy for this role, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But the, mm. the costumes stick around long. are pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know which ones, but a lot of the, the Nazi outfits in the movie were not costumes at all, but... Um, Joanna Johnson, who was working with Anthony Powell, actually found them in Eastern Europe. She found authentic Nazi uniforms. So a lot of people oh, know wow. we were actually wearing real German army uniforms. Hmm. That's cool. Oh, wow. That's crazy. You know, I, uh, what determines whether or not Indy puts his hands up and surrender? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, we see him in a lot of different uh, harrowing situations or situations where he's at the, you know, the the fuzzy end of the lollipop. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, how's he going to get out of the... And in this one, he just puts his hand straight up. Yeah. It's like, he's like, oh, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It's just interesting. He's I've seen him do it maybe once or twice before. That Like like in Temple of Doom, he does it. Like after he throws that rock at the guard. <laughs> right. And then the guys, yeah, they come. Yeah. He kind of just, he just flatly surrenders. I think I guess... here he's doing it entirely because... They're setting up the the very Marx Brothers gag that happens in a minute with uh, yeah. happens in a second, and it right. just looks better with both of them standing there in the same yeah. position side by yeah. side. Yeah, like it's he knows Indy Indy knows he's got genre savvy, and he knows that this moment's going to work better <laughs> exactly. if they're both standing there like that. <laughs> but I'm wondering if he puts yeah. his hands up first, like even before his dad. He like he's not mm-hmm. he's not mimicking his dad. Like he leads the way in that. Yeah, right? yeah. But I wonder if they're actually doing a bit here. Like I feel like. This whole little scene feels so self-consciously acted between the two of them. I almost wonder if this is—they're doing this intentionally. I they would really want to like fix at the so. library at the university. And yeah, like, thought, like, like, yeah, stuff. like Henry would have. Yeah, like he'd have a, a faculty dinner and he'd be like, "Okay, Junior, we're going to do our little our little game." And they they get up there and <laughs> yeah. he, they would do this this you know kind of gag thing that they do, and it feels because this whole thing feels very scripted between the two of them. It feels it's, very very like it's made to appear in the preview for this movie. And I don't even remember if it does or not, but it, it seems like like yeah. perfect for just like, you know, Dr. Jones, yes. Oh my gosh, it's you, Dr. Jones, in this movie. It's Indy, it's dead. Oh my God. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's also very Thor and Loki and like the the get help moment. 
Like this is. Gosh, this, I was just thinking about that. That's funny. <laughs> this is a routine that we fall into, but I don't yeah. think that that's true. I I really want it to be because it escalates. Like to be Ron Burgundy about it, it escalates so quickly. Uh-huh. And I, <laughs> but then at the end of it, uh, Henry's like, "What did you do? I can't believe what you did." <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. He seems so astonished, even when Indy throws the punch, and it's like mm-hmm. if maybe he was just expecting him to steal another library book. Like that's how this always <laughs> used to go. But he seems authentically astonished that it comes out the yeah. way it does. Oh, totally. I just one of the things that really feels like it's scripted is that they give this little smile to the Nazis like before they really escalate things. Like kind of like let's look let's look like we're being nice to the guy, <laughs> you know, like they're having their argument. It feels yeah, very sitcom. Yeah. I you know, I'm I'm usually the uh, hard sell on this type of gag. You know this type of gimmick in these movies. You know what I mean. It's, and I'm I'm tough on the Indiana Jones stuff on this stuff, but I love this scene. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. oh, I do too. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, I pull like you know Doctor Jones, and they both go yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just works, and and I would be the first to say it shouldn't work. Or <laughs> well, look, like, I oh, don't do that. That's the, stupid. I got raked over the coals for not liking the stupid librarian with his dumb, loud, <laughs> you know. Uh, punch that whatever as you should thing. have been yes as you should <laughs> yeah. have been. oh come on that's stupid I, no, but this is really I was good i love this. with you with it yeah this is this is but see i think again this is a testament to sean connery yeah and harrison mm-hmm. ford they're totally. just amazing in these scenes yeah they kind of defy they kind of defy i don't know uh what you would expect almost you'd read this you'd be like oh this might be silly and stupid yeah yeah but not at all. It could easily have not worked. Like, what if his yeah, dad it could have like, easily not worked. Yeah. They pull it off in a very straight-faced way. But at the same time, like, this yeah. is a Mel Brooks gag. Uh-huh. It, you know, it's 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 Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Marx Brothers. It's an airplane movie gag. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's it, God. It's a Muppet movie gag. Which, but none of those is gonna none of those is gonna work in Indiana Indiana Jones movie. It works here. Except I it think. does. Except yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it works What's even the... better because they 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 iterate it out one further with you know I'm I'm here to take the book and they both say what book, and they're both uh-huh. lying so badly, like it's, it's <laughs> you know when yeah. they when they both say yes in response to Doctor Jones like they both they both mean it they're both just responding when they both say what book they're just like a perfect a picture they're they're like bookends of lying they're bookends yeah. of terrible lying to look like, what <laughs> book I love that because they're. Even though they they grew up like they grew more and more distant as the years went by, they still kind of turned into the same guy. Like they still, like there's something about them that they're still they <laughs> yeah. they react the same, they do the same things, they say the same words. Oh yeah, I mean I think one of the one of the fun things about their father son dynamic in this movie is that they're so irritated with each other, they're so impatient with each other, and it's so clear to the audience yeah. that it's because they're too much alike. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's it's interesting that the Nazi points his gun at Indy's dad when he first comes in and says, you know, Dr. Jones, but then he changes his mind and points the gun at Indy instead. And it's like, does he just figure out then that it's young Indy who has the diary? Because I guess Elsa, I, I don't told him maybe. That's what I assume, that Elsa told him. That's how yeah. It is, that it's like literally. And then it's really pocket. weird. He, he points it. He points it back at Indy's dad and says to Indy's dad, you have the grail, you know, you have the dire in your pocket. Hmm. He does? That's why Indy's dad says, you dolt. No, he says that to Indy. In the script, he says, he says to, to Indy. That Indy has it in his pocket. Yeah. And, no, and, but, and well, Henry you says, you're, you dolt, of course he doesn't have it. 
okay. Well, it's weird. If you look at it, he's looking at Indy's dad mm. when he says that. He's not looking at Indy. Like, his gun is kind of pointed at who he's talking to or who he's addressing. Yeah. I mean, that's only polite. You you want to point your gun at the person you're talking to. Yeah. He doesn't want to exclude anybody. He's got two guys to hold a gun on. I do love this, how it slowly dawns on Henry, though, that his son really might be an idiot. Like, his son might be stupid. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. You you didn't, did you? <laughs> yeah. I love that repeated, like, <laughs> you didn't, did you? You didn't bring it, did you? Like, <laughs> like he kind of builds on it a little bit. Yeah, it's a like, little pause. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not stupid, are you? You're not super, super stupid, are you? Yeah, it's nice that they have the their one little reunion moment of, hey, you went and did the thing, right? Oh my gosh, you're competent. Like you did all this thing that I always wanted yeah. to do. And then from there it just it immediately slides downhill into Oh, but you're a moron also. <laughs> Which is exactly like real family. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You fall right back into old uh, old patterns. Yeah. It's making me wonder would it ever work to have uh uh, a re- revival of the uh, the Odd Couple with uh, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford <laughs> as Felix and Oscar. Would that ever work? I would love to see it. I do too. <laughs> I want to see that. Well, I don't know. 51. Do we have anything else for 51? Uh, I can't remember exactly where this cuts off. Do we get the Marx Brothers line in this one or the next one? No, okay. not yet. That's, yeah, that's the beginning of next minute. No, which is, it's a crime. I hate it when this happens. Like, <laughs> it just breaks right in the middle of this awesome moment. But what are we going to do? Minutes or minutes? I still want to know. I want to know right now if Pete Mummert lies. Uh, yeah. Like, because I asked you the other day if I was an <laughs> asshole and you just didn't respond no. to me. You said, <laughs> if, if anybody has ever texted with Jerry, you know that what yeah, he says oh in God. his head in the text is not what is actually written in the text. So he actually wrote yeah. to me, I, I'm an asshole. And I, there was no punctuation there was no question mark after like, so yep. i was like okay <laughs> sure <laughs> i mean you're lucky it was that coherent you could have been like i avocado and then hey, avocado? Get with spell check anyway <laughs> but then i clarified and then i i clarified and i didn't hear back from you for a week i still haven't <laughs> He's formulating his answer. Don't worry. Okay, Don't so here's him. a random observation in the in the shot where they both got their hands up. You can see that Henry has his his bag packed and his umbrella on top of it. Like when Andy shows up and he he's just like, okay, of, of course we're going. Like, what does it mean that he he's kept his bag packed and he's it's like he's just awaiting rescue. He didn't. He he apparently thought that Andy would figure out the clues, and he's just sort of been like waiting, I, like with his bag sitting in the corner this whole time, mm-hmm. with his umbrella on it, which just. Well, I wonder what's even up. in his bag. Like, is it just his like papers and stuff and things and the bag from his lunch from five <laughs> days ago really or something? We're going to imprison you, but not take away any yeah. of your stuff. Yeah, we're not going to rifle through it, like looking for your papers. Or just, I, maybe it's an empty valise. He's just hanging onto it. It's his comfort valise. Yeah, comfort release. Is it just a bunch of like grail paintings? <laughs> I mean, I feel like what do we know about the guy? You're like, okay, he he dries his socks out, yeah. and then he collects. We know he doesn't like rats. Yeah, yeah we know true. he doesn't like rats, so yeah. we know there's not a rat in there. Maybe it's just tra- rat traps. <laughs> it's just rat there. traps. And then you're like, and he has grail paintings, and he sketches stuff himself. Yeah, I want it to be full of matchbox cars. 
He just has a little valise full of Matchbox cars <laughs> he carries with him. I'm wondering if it's maybe one of those old person senile things where he just packs every morning and he thinks his family is coming to pick Aww. him up and take him back home. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's tragic. My son's going to rescue me from the Nazis today. <laughs> Jerry, to, to answer your question that I wasn't sure was a question. <laughs> you are a huge avocado. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Something's coming in over oh, the wire. Oh, saved by the bell. <laughs> this just in from Professor Christy Porter. Is Castle Brynwald the centralized office of Nazi treasure hunters? Uh, hmm. Yes. I don't get it. <laughs> They did have a they did have a centralized they did, office, right? Nazi treasure hunters. The SS Himmler, yeah, did. that's yeah. right. They did. Himmler had a whole group of people, the Anenerva, who were sent all over the world to try to track down kind of occult treasures that they thought would make huh. them powerful. Yeah. Oh, so what else would they be looking for? I mean, we 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 checked out this. So, uh, you know, it, you know, you lost on the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, that was a bust. This one's still up in the air. I don't know what else I you mean, get. The Lance. That, Come on, haven't you seen the, the Holy Lance? Have you seen looking, the Hellboy movies? Oh, yeah, but I forget what uh, what the deal uh-huh. is. Well, among other things, you know, they were uh, <laughs> summoning up demons like Hellboy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, a, a lot mm. of nonsense. <laughs> putting, putting brains in, putting brains into monsters. Yeah. Great fun. Sure. That kind of thing. Yeah. Is that, is that the, is you're yeah. talking about, Pete, is that the Spear of Destiny? Yeah, yeah. They were looking. Is that what and, that is? Yeah, and they actually, they got that. And then now it's in Vienna, but they, I think they actually had possession of that for a while. Huh. Really? Yeah, during the war. Yeah. Does it have superpowers? Well, I guess history <laughs> seems to indicate otherwise. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was supposed Weren't they to. also Pretty experimenting good. with like telepathy, psychic powers, that kind of thing to yeah. see if they could be utilized in the war? I don't know if that's the same department as the department that looks for the Holy Grail or it's a bunch of different departments fighting for funding and all hating each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they did have, they did they actually have archaeologists and stuff that they sent all over the world. Yeah. You collect Noah's Ark and you can just float forever. Yeah. All we have to do is flood the world. <laughs> no flood matter the world, what. pack all the Nazis into the Ark. <laughs> yeah. With a bunch of giraffes and elephants. And all of the little Aryans coming two by two. I guess it's not that hard finding like matched, matched mates for the Aryans, you know, because they're all so <laughs> handsome. That's true. Handsome and perfect. <laughs> Just line them up and say, all right, you guys are all mating with each other. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. When you're, you're Nazi that you guys are talking about, like, comes storming into the room with his gun, I think it's interesting that he's kind of shot from below just enough to get the the kind of flashlight under the chin effect. Oh, yeah. Make him look a little more yeah. ominous. Yeah. Like, the lighting in this entire scene is really pretty interesting with mm-hmm. the, the lights coming in from the windows and then this, like, one really bright desk light that kind of gives you the spotlight in the face of somebody being interrogated kind of effect. Mm-hmm. And it casts these really sharp shadows on the walls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As we're kind of going back and forth in between different characters, we, we keep kind of seeing the shadows on the walls behind them. It's very stark. And there's some lighting coming up in, in two minutes that I think could have made this movie go in a different direction that I think would have been fascinating too. I think oh, the lighting in this whole scene is really fascinating. Two minutes is like a million years from now. <laughs> I don't really. Hopefully you'll still be with us here, Tasha. I don't yeah. know. It seems like a long it time feels, to hang it around. It feels, feels like a, <laughs> a Wednesday. Really. <laughs> two minutes from now, a Oof. Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best to hang around. All right. Please do. 
Um, but yeah, before we all disperse, uh, do you want to tell people uh, where they can find you in the world and online and your writings and everything? Uh, sure. Like I said, I'm the film and TV editor at TheVerge.com, uh, which is a Vox Media site. You can find my writing there and you can find a lot of people who write for me there. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Tasha Robinson, and I'm also a podcaster with The Next Picture Show podcast, which every every two weeks takes a current movie and looks at how it was influenced by a past movie and what the two films have to say about each other. Well, I say that everybody go check that out. And I also say everybody come back here tomorrow but before you do that in the meantime you should go over to uh find us on facebook find our uh listeners group uh indiana jones minute and the listeners crusade where uh you can uh you don't have to wait for us tomorrow you can just keep talking indiana jones over there with all your uh, indiana jones minute buddies including us uh and it's a good time but come back here tomorrow for minute 52 of indiana jones and the last crusade here on the indiana jones minute I call a Connery off. Possibly could. (laughs) (laughs) Tommy, throw down. (laughs) Pushy. This this minute he has like one of the biggest ones of those. As I possibly could. (laughs) Well, I still like uh, oh, excription. The excription on his shield. (laughs) Yeah, what's an excription? (laughs) 